Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, happy Monday, I guess, or as happy as a Monday can be. Welcome to Lockdown Blue Jacket. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. I am back. Uh, I have to take most of the month of March off for personal reasons, but it is a new week. It will soon be a new month, and I have returned to say the same things I have always been saying, which is that the Blue Jackets don't respect me. They have never respected me. And that's that's about it. Um, I'm actually recording this in the middle of uh, Sunday night's game. It is first intermission. We are down one nothing. So presumably, at some point during this podcast, I will find out if we can win a game, score a goal, get literally more than two shots on goal. A period. Who knows. Uh, so that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about Saturday's game, a 3-1 loss to Detroit. We're going to talk about Sunday's game, which I assume will be a loss to Detroit. Uh, and we're also going to finish off the midterms that I started a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we've only got the goalies left to go, so uh, we'll we'll talk about that. Uh, but first, we've got to talk about Saturday night's game. And it was just... Honestly, I think it was the worst performance of the Blue Jackets season, frankly. Um, that might be unfair, but, like, by the end of the first period, the shots on goal, I believe, were 16-4 to for the Red Wings. Calvin Pickard did not have an NHL win since November of 2019. And he made, I think he made 21 of 22 saves. We couldn't even get 30 shots on goal on Calvin Pickard, on a Detroit team that just lost 7-2 to Nashville. It's it's embarrassing. Like, there was really no bright spot in that game. Uh, I thought Elvis was fine, uh, considering he's, you know, missed a few, quite a few games to injury. Uh, Corpusalo very suddenly went down with a lower body injury. I don't know what's happened there, but he's out for a little while. So currently we have Cam Johnson backing him up. Uh, so I would take that to mean that Elvis is probably going to play every game until Corpusalo gets back, because we just traded Vivalainen to the Maple Leafs, which means Kiv Lennox has to be down in Cleveland, so everything, everything is a mess. Um, honestly, you take one month off and the whole thing, the whole thing falls apart. Uh, but yeah, like, Saturday's game was just a mess from start to finish. Like, I've already said, like, no one, no one played well, I don't think. Um, like, looking looking back, I thought Texier had a decent game, but beyond that, like, yeah, as far as I'm, as far as I'm concerned, Maslikens could have hunted them all for sport, and I would have been like, yeah, that's fine, we'll get a new team. Uh, and I think at this point, like, this is what the team is. This is what they are likely going to be for the rest of the season, and what that is is not very good. Um, So do we, you know, do we pack it in? Do we give up? Do we just accept that we're missing the playoffs? Do we sell 
at the trade deadline. You know, people are talking about Nick Foligno going to Toronto. Uh, I will fly to Ohio myself and fight Yamaka Kalainen if he does that. Uh, people are talking about selling David Savard off. Can we try and flip line A? Like, it's... There's a lot of talk going on about what the Blue Jackets do this offseason. Um, I maintain that I don't necessarily think it's time to, like, panic and tear it all down because, you know, we've had four very good, very solid years. I don't think we need to rebuild already. Um, you know, one bad year does not necessarily mean that the next five years are going to be bad. But I think the way that we treat this offseason is going to be very important. Uh, I think, depending on who we keep, who we don't, uh, you know, if we manage to flip Savard for picks, or, you know, if we can maybe keep everyone, trade them in the offseason, maybe, or, well, not trade Savard because he's a UFA, but, you know, it's it'll be interesting to see. Do we keep Line A? I don't know. You know, a month ago I would have said yes, but now I'm like, do we, or, you know, do we find a way to ship Domi off? Because, again, like, I tweeted about this on Saturday night, I don't know what goes through his head every time he hits the offensive zone, but I suspect it's just the Benny Hill theme song played on Squeaky Dog Toys. Um, It is just intensely and consistently bad news whenever he goes into the offensive zone. I don't know what it is. Like, it's not a systems issue, I don't think, because, you know, he's been here for almost 40 games now. I don't think it's, um, it like, it can't be that. It can't take him 40 games to get used to this. So, it's just, yeah, every time he's got the puck, I'm like, oh, this is not going in. This is probably going to go straight to a Red Wings player, or he's going to pass it to nobody. It's going to bounce out of the zone, and then there goes... There goes our offensive everything. Um, and it is frustrating because, again, we've seen flashes of who he could be. And I don't know where, you know, he had 70 points a couple of seasons ago. I don't know where that 70-point player went. But apparently he didn't come to Columbus. So, you know, it's... Maybe the, the next section of this podcast will be a little bit more upbeat. Uh, because coming up in just a minute, I will be uh, recapping the Sunday night game, uh, which is currently in its first intermission. Uh, so we'll talk about that in just a minute. But first, but first, I've got to tell you about Built Bar. It is still March, just about, and obviously March Madness is still going strong, but you know what is going even stronger? It is Built Bar Madness. We've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. They are amazing, low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bars with 100% chocolate on every single bar. Now it's time to find out which Built Bar is the best. Uh, today's matchup is a tough one. We've got Coconut Brownie Chunk versus Caramel Brownie. I, again, have talked at length coconut candy is just the you know one of the one of the best kinds of candy in my opinion so i'm gonna have to vote for the coconut brownie chunk even though caramel brownie is appealing i think brownie bars in general are just super good like that's that's what you want from from a protein bar is to think it's a brownie uh so 
Don't take my advice, though. Go to BuiltBar.com or to at bar underscore built on Twitter, and you can vote for yourself. Remember, if you use promo code LOCKED15, you get 15% off your next order. Once again, that is LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Make sure you check back today to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best-tasting protein bar. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get podcasts. Well, that game happened. Um, I recorded most of this podcast in the first intermission. We were down one nothing, And now it is approximately 45 seconds after the game's finished uh, I decided to record right now because if I spend any more time thinking about it I'm going to go insane um just nothing we have nothing and I don't know how we fix this team um that was I just, yeah, I, I'm going to have to edit a lot of silences out of this because I keep just not knowing what to say. Um, Blue Jackets lose 4-1. Uh, it is 2-1 with like three minutes to go and then they immediately score on the empty net and then there's about a minute and ten seconds left and then they score again to make it 4-1. Two losses, two... Detroit in a row, that's their fourth loss in a row overall, and now, excitingly, we get to play Tampa for the next six games. Um, so, you know, it, hey, it could be worse, we could be the Sabres, but also, God, no part of me wants to play six games against Tampa Bay right now. This team just has, they've got no confidence. It looks like they've got no, I don't even know what it is. They haven't got anything. Um, a lot of the tweets during the games, you know, they just seem confused in their own zone. They can't make passes to save their lives. They have nothing when they forecheck because they're too tired from defending the entire time. Like, I think they they had one penalty kill all game, but there were times when I looked up and it looked like they were on the penalty kill, even though they had five guys out there. Like, and it's Detroit. You know, it's challenging for first overall Detroit, and we're out here doing that. Um, it's it's embarrassing. Like, it's I don't really know what else what else I can say. Like, again, I'm trying to think about who who played well. I thought Elvis played okay. Um, he still looks like he's not quite right. Like, he looks unsure of himself. Again, it's a team that's got no confidence. Uh, and I think that extends to the goalies as well. Um, and apart from that, Roslovic, I thought, you know, he scored a goal. That's his seventh point in the last nine games or something. Um, but I just don't really know. There's nothing else for this team to do that's worth anything um which sounds brutal like 
and potentially I am, you know, overreacting, but this is, and I talked about it a little bit in the first section, this is what this team is this season. You know, we are not the same team we were last season. We're not the same team we were two seasons ago. Despite the fact that we're not all that different, um, like, roster-wise, like, it can't be losing Anderson, Dubois, and Nyquist, or Murray and Nudavara. Like, that can't be... Like, that can't be the the reason that we are so bad. Like, those five players... Dubois hurts. The Dubois loss hurts. Nyquist might be back. Uh, I don't think so, though. But... Like, it's... We lost Josh Anderson, who was hurt most of last season, so it's tough to see kind of where he where he fits in to this team. Uh, we lost our third defence pairing. Like, it's not... It's not like we lost, you know, Seth Jones, although we might as well have done for the, you know, the, the use he has been in his own zone. Um, you know, but losing players like that does not account for why everyone else is so bad. Like, like yes, Line needs a decent centre. Max Domi doesn't know what to do with the puck. But guys like Jones and Wierenski, who've been playing together since 2015, like, basically, if they're both on the roster, they're both on the ice together. It is very, very rare that you see one of them without the other, uh, if they're both healthy. But this season, it's just not... It's not worked out. It's not... Nothing seems to be going right. And I don't know, you know, if puck luck or PDO or, you know, call it, call it what you want. It's just, it's not, it's not good enough. Um, I don't, I don't really have anything else to, anything else to say about that. Um, yeah, this is, this is a weird, a weird podcast to, to come back to. Um, I am going to start with something, I am going to continue, uh, in just a minute with something a little bit more positive. Uh, which is, I say nice things about the goalies for, like, eight minutes. We've been telling you about it for a couple of months now, betonline.ag. It is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. And the MLB is uh, in spring training, so pretty soon you can bet on that too, if that's what you want. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV the finale of RuPaul's Drag Race is coming up soon, so if you want to bet on who you think is going to win that, you could do that. Or if you want to place a bet on whether the Blue Jackets are ever going to win a game again, you can do that too. Uh, you've got real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the new scores and odds. It is the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. All you have to do is head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. If you use promo code LOCKEDON, you get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Get the upper hand in your fantasy league with daily fantasy hockey advice from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Well, fantasy hockey expert Scott Cohen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis for season-long dynasty and DFS leagues. Follow the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast on the Radio.com app or wherever you get podcasts. Let's talk goalies. Um, we talked them. A little bit earlier in the podcast, uh, for the most part, I have not had an issue with how the goalies have been playing this season. Uh, I think 
Mazlikins could stand to be a little bit better, but it's tough when the defence in front of you has forgotten how to play. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, I had a Twitter poll, you know, what uh, grade, what letter grade would you give all of the players on Columbus? Uh, we did the forwards, we did the defencemen. Uh, goaltenders both got Bs, I believe. Um, so we'll start with... We'll start with Muslikins, who, yeah, I agree, I would give him a B. Uh, I might be convinced to give him an A, depending on how the rest of the season goes. Uh, I think he's been good, but I don't think he's been the Elvis that we kind of expected or needed him to be. Um, there's definitely still room for him to grow. I do still think, you know, he is the goalie of the future for us. Um... But, you know, time time will tell on whether he is as good as kind of his... Um, time will tell if he's as good as, as he, he thinks he is, as we think he can be. Um, I think it's probably, the, it's probably the best way to put it. Um, and the other, the other thing about Elvis is that he has been injured this season. So I am inclined to, you know, give him a little bit more leeway, especially, like, in... The more recent games, because he was he had a quote unquote upper body injury that was a was definitely a concussion, uh, and that kept him out for a couple of weeks, and then he came back in. I think played like three games, and then uh, got broken again. Uh, looked like a shoulder or a tricep injury, maybe. Um, and so he, I think this is only his second game back. From that, because even when he was healthy, we were still mostly playing Corpusala because Corpusala had been playing okay. Um, or no, sorry, that's I think they split the Carolina games, so we played two games in, with, against Carolina, had an overtime win and an overtime loss, I believe. Um, so you know, it's his fourth, it's his fourth-ish game back from injury. He's only played like eleven games so far this season, which is not what we wanted. We, you know, we wanted. A 1A, 1B situation, you know, in a perfect world, he'd be sitting somewhere up at almost 20 games by now, but it is what it is. Um, I, yeah, like I said, I haven't necessarily been unhappy with with Muslikins' play. Um, so yeah, I think I would agree with the Bs. Uh, in terms of Corpusalo, though, a lot of you gave him a B. I gave him an A when I was doing my, my rankings. I think he's been really good for us. I think there's been a lot of games where, you know, I've joked about it on this podcast at length, you know, this idea of him hunting the players for sport because they just haven't haven't given him the support that he needs. And, you know, he's only one guy. He can't win every single game. And I think it's unfair of us and unfair of us to expect that he can. Uh, so yeah, I gave him an A. I think his numbers aren't great, maybe, but at the end of the day, he is he has been one of the best players for us, uh, which is really saying something considering, you know, how abysmal everyone else has been. Um, and it makes it tough because right now I think he probably is the better goalie, but is he going to be the better goalie for the next five years? You know, like, it's so tough when you've got two good young goalies, which one you keep hold of, and maybe... Maybe we keep running a tandem for a few more years, you know? If Elvis can stay healthy, if, 
you know, we can afford it. I think they're both signed next season. Uh, Corpsala we will protect from Seattle. Elvis is exempt from the draft because he hasn't been pro for long enough. So, we'll see. Um, I do think if we get the right offer, you know, maybe we could trade one of them. Um, I know the Steve Dangle podcast was talking about just taking one of the goalies and giving us, I don't know, spare parts back, I guess. But, you know, if I'm Yamakakalainen, I do not pick up the phone when Kyle Dubas is calling. Um, They can't have either of my goalie children. Uh, In a perfect world, I would keep them both forever. Uh, Emotionally, I would like to keep Elvis if we have to get rid of one of them. But, like, the on-ice product, right now I think Corpusalo is better. Um, Has had the better season, but... He's also had a lot longer to kind of polish his game. He's had a lot more game time this season, so it's tough to really kind of match them up against each other. Um, And I think that's all the time I have for today. Uh, Tomorrow, we will look at the upcoming games this week. We'll take a look around the Central. Uh, We've got a little bit of injury news, a little bit of uh, lineup news, you know, Taxi Squad, Cleveland, etc., etc. So we'll get into that. Uh, but until then, I'll see you tomorrow.